Another edition, another episode of Top 5, courtesy of the FPL Dons. And today's Top 5 is going to be based on what has just happened, which is the Premier League ending. And what we're going to do is pick Top 5, pick the best and worst players from the Top 5 teams in the league. As based on the standings, the teams that finish... One to five, we pick out the best and their worst players and just talk about them for a bit because I feel like everybody had a very quantitative contribution to how the season went. Best and worst, equally. <laughs> yep. Balance. Yep. Need that balance. So, how do you think we should do this? Should we run it from the from the first to the fifth, or from the no, first? yeah, from fifth to the first, worst and best, I guess that that will make I'll build up some anticipation, I guess, <laughs> to who the best of the best is, I guess. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Okay, you want to start? start. Yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, fifth position uh, was Leicester. I mean, they felt like the gatekeepers of. That fourth position for like two seasons at the end of fifth again, but it's not about them, it's about their worst player. And their worst player is it was hard to find it. They had a decent season to be honest, but their worst player to me was after some you know grinding was Daniel Amati. Uh, yeah. It's it's I think it's hard it's because because he hasn't he doesn't play a lot, but I mean that's just the reason he's not good enough to play. Uh, I think. Um, I've watched I've watched a few games of when he has played and every time he plays something <clears throat> obviously go, something not obviously something tends to go wrong in the defense either a yellow wrong, card yeah. an own goal or, or an card. error an error yeah a red yeah. card um yeah I think he had two memorable uh performances the one where he scored a goal which I think was an error from I think Fulham's keeper and yeah. obviously second most memorable performance was fighting half of Chelsea's squad in that uh, yeah. clash for the top <laughs> top four. Mm-hmm. And riling them up after the FA Cup with the whole badge issue, but yeah, I don't think he was good enough. He because he was he was actually feeling a lot of time because of the injuries that uh, Leicester had, but he just yeah, didn't cut it for me. To be on, to be to be honest, his best, his worst worst player for Leicester has Leicester being fifth. He's the worst player for Leicester, but just technically, like technically speaking, basically. But He's talking not, about most, yeah. <laughs> but <they are> muscle. <laughs> I think muscle and when you need the fight, when you need smoke, when you need people to represent when he's yeah. going south. Yeah, he's the best. Bar or anywhere on pitch. <laughs> yeah, he's the best player. Yeah. And even just before, not even performances, if you rank like Leicester players according to how good they are, I think he's at the bottom somewhere. But then with the performance, some people are not so good, but when you ask, ask them to do something, they do it well. I don't think he did what Rogers asked of him, so I think he was the worst player for me. So that's enough for Daniel Marty. What about you? Um, worst Leicester player for me, uh, 
Captain Morgan. I don't, mean, <laughs> I don't mean this in any disrespectful way or anything. Yeah, the man's just retiring think, for fun. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. At long last, it was about. It was time. It was about time for him to actually hang those boots that never do anything. Just clean, very clean, tidy boots. Time to hang them. He has done what he has done. Leicester yeah, legend. He's, yeah, he's going to be in the memories. Yes, always in the memories. But for right now. He needs to leave that seat, that chair he's sitting on for somebody else to come and take care of it. And for continuity's sake, it's time for... Yeah, and he's doing that. So I had this list before he actually announced his retirement. So that's saying something about where my head was at. Okay. But that's it for me. Worst player, Captain Morgan. Yeah. This player, actually, because I also had my... For my best player, I also had my list before... Uh, the FA Cup final, and you already yeah. know where I'm going with this. The winner, they scored the best goal. Yuri Tillemans, yeah. I think. Uh. Just wait, even before the FA Cup final, I already penned him in as the best player for me. He has been ever present in yeah. their lineup. Uh, contributed to ten plus goals from deep line midfield, sometimes box to box. Uh, he has always. I don't think I'll pick a game where I'll say, okay. Mendy Tillemans was not good or had a bad performance or he was non-existent. I think there was one game against Arsenal, but he scored in that game, so that kind of cleans it out. That's the only game I know that I watched that Tillemans didn't rag. But he and there's no you can't point out a significant weakness in Tillemans' game. Like he's when uh Indidi was injured for like those periods, he filled in. He didn't obviously he didn't play DM, but he was doing yeah. more of the defensive work. And when uh Madison was injured, was out. He was doing more of the offensive work, and that's when he started getting up his stats and everything. But I think he was their best player, scored that wonderful goal in the FA Cup final. And he was just, I don't, I don't think he missed a game. Might not have played 19 every game, but I don't think he missed any game ever present, ever reliable. Yuri Telemans. I cannot argue with that at all. But my <laughs> best player is. You're just saying, you can only can argue because you're I not agreeing with me. I, I say, I'm saying I can't argue. I say that to say that even on my list, Schmeichel slash Tillemans is my best player. So you know that he was on my mind as well. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, Casper um, Schmeichel I... is my best player. But I, I, even after that, I put um, Tillemans because for me, an honorable him, shout. Yeah. Yes, big honorable shout to Tillemans. It was between him and Schmeichel. And I just thought because of that superhuman save in the FA Cup and <laughs> all the crazy saves and all the. Leading from the back that he gets, he does. He's still fresh. He's still very fit. Still pulling up one of the best reflex saves. Yeah, in the Premier League, if not the best, he's still on top of his game. Still a very worthy captain. Unlike some people that are retiring, but, <laughs> yeah, still, still very strong and still very experienced. Still brings a lot to the squad, even from the back. Can't say that I'm about most keepers except a yep. few, but he leads very properly from the back and he distributes well and he's a very fantastic keeper for me. Ever present, like you said about Tillemans as well. So between him and Tillemans, take your pick. Any me? Yeah, true. I, he was like, if I had to pick my honorable shout. And another thing I was say about Schmeichel is like a lot of people because of that name, they kind of disregard what he what he has done because exactly. of his dad's name. But he's a very fantastic keeper. He has lived up to his dad was one of the greatest keepers in the Premier League. And people just expect... But he started in Manchester's reserves. It did not happen for him. Moved to Leicester, won the Premier League 
and he has been fantastic since. Yeah, I think there's a wonderful save he made in the World Cup for Denmark. Yeah, he's definitely Schmeichel is uh, a top man, and he, if I didn't have Tillemans, I'll have Schmeichel. Uh, number four, Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea, yeah. I think that their season after Tucho came, it came like his games, they were, they were like the talk of the town, and their season petered out. Uh, yeah. Lost the FA Cup final to Leicester and lost, I think, three of their last four games. Uh, but still ended up in the top four. Good for them. Yeah, worst player. I don't. I don't dig too far. Timo Werner. I'm not even going to. Think. <laughs> Come on. It's Timo Werner. Come on. Too many. Too many he misses. He's unlucky. He said he's very unlucky. Yeah, I mean, and everybody, every footballer can say that now. If it's like, uh, if it, if it goes down to that, I mean, too many misses. Yeah, he yeah. had the he. He had the second most missed big chances behind Bamford. But here's the thing about Bamford. Bamford scored 17 goals, so he's the worst player. His finishing is oh, terrible. And he scores only eight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Bamford, had, Bamford missed uh, 21 big chances. I think Werner missed about 16 or so. But Werner, um, Bamford ended up with 17 goals and Werner couldn't reach 10. I think if uh, if Werner wasn't in Chelsea, Frank Lampard would still be their coach. Uh, so maybe he did a good oh, thing. Uh, the price, obviously, is, you can't, you can't, in this today's market, you cannot ignore the price that he bought him for. So this thing. And another funny thing is uh, Timo Werner, um, Tammy Abraham has been on the bench. I think if Abraham played, he would have scored more goals than this thing. Um, That's just facts. Nine goals and nine assists in how many appearances? Uh, Tammy Abraham, I think, is second most Premier League games. That's why playing like less than half of the minutes Werner played. I don't think Werner was was up to scratch. I think he was the worst player in Chelsea. But there's a lot of people to pick from. Yeah, for me, it's Timo Werner, and it's not about jokes. It's just facts. Okay. Timo Werner, I feel like I've been harsh on him because you expected a lot from him and yeah. everybody expected a lot because of his previous season at Leipzig and just the kind of the kind of player he was, that kind of energy coming to the Premier League. Everybody thought that he was going to bust into something else. I remember how FPL was. Managers just going for Werner. <laughs> <right now. laughs> I remember. It was a huge mistake. But I'm saying at the same time, he brought a lot of pace to that squad. He used to push them forward a lot. He used to try and get his his teammates into the game. He was not a typical forward. He used to go off, cut off the right or the left. He used yeah. to always he used to always bring something exciting to the game, even though the finishing was a problem and he lacked finishing. He was playing like a toddler in front of goal. Yeah. But... <laughs> I mean, before you say anything, take, yeah. I just want to say that. I don't think, I, I, you know, I'm de- I'm building up to something. I'm just taking <laughs> it to my worst player because okay. I don't think because of all these things I've stated. Timo Werner is worst, worst okay. Yeah, okay. Marcos Alonso in this squad. <laughs> That's in my worst Chelsea player. No, yes. Marcos Alonso is an Marcos FPL. It's an FPL gem. I can't do him like that. But yeah, uh, even on FPL, he was nah. He wasn't. It. He didn't do much. He didn't bring. He brought like one clean sheet and one goal, if I remember correctly. Even though he didn't get chances. Sorry, cut you off. Even though yeah. he didn't get a lot of chances, he got when he got the chances. When he was called upon, he wasn't explosive enough. He didn't bring that special thing about him, which is attacking and being in uh, attacking positions and crossing, creating chances, scoring, assisting. He didn't do any of that. He was just a passenger. He was on the bus, on the Chelsea bus, and he got to the destination of Champions League without him doing anything to 
to um, affect the situation. Yeah. So yes, that's me. Oh yeah, I mean, Alonso. Alonso cannot defend. That's just his problem. Uh, and then, like you said, he didn't do much in the other parts that you expect him to do. So yeah, I mean, I get where you're coming from, but I think Timo Werner cannot uh-huh. escape. Cannot escape it for me. Uh, the best player, <laughs> <laughs> the best player for me is uh, Mason Mount. Mason Mount uh, has been the best player. It's easy. Uh, he was someone that yeah. I mean, people always because you know how English media is. They always said that he wasn't as good enough because of English media hype. He was uh, Lampard's uh, kid. Lampard played him because he saw himself in him and stuff like that. And then that that narrative carried on to uh, Tuchel's first game where uh, Mount was not on the pitch. You know, like, oh, yes, see, so, uh, even uh, Tuchel does not agree, he doesn't like this thing. But I think after the next game, Mount was like an ever present in the game. He has six goals and yeah. five assists in the Premier League, but that doesn't do justice to his contribution. His set piece is top notch. He's the most reliable. Speaking of Venom, but he's most reliable attacking outlet for Chelsea, the chances he creates or cre- created throughout this season. And what I think Simo Venom was their best player without him, a lot of things he did a lot. And people like Havertz, Pulisic, and Venom were just if there were better guys there. I think if Tammy Abraham was there, if Juru was there, I think his stats would have been way more than they were. He's, I think he still needs to work on his finishing, but that's not his you know strongest suit. He still needs a very creative force. And I think Mason Mount was Chelsea's by far. He, did his part for Lampard's regime and also did his part for Tuchel's uh, time. So uh, I think uh, tomorrow, um, <laughs> Mason Mal for me was Chelsea's best player this season. Okay. Um, again, I can't argue with anything you said. I can't argue much. I can't say you're saying you're, you're going off because you're on points. But mm. my best Chelsea player has to be Cesar. As Pili Quetta, solid, reliable. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but he deserved that slap. He's, let's not talk about his wardrobe. He was invited for something. He had those Gucci things. He was puffy jackets. He was wearing on the bench <laughs> or when he was playing. Yeah, that's deserves it. Deserves don't, it. Don't yeah. Things, like, and yeah. you know, I think the red card has been turned over because the FA Premier League agrees like Grealish deserved that slap. So they didn't. That slap. Agree. Yeah, yeah. See, everybody agrees <laughs> deserved to be slapped. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, for apart from just the slap, because that is like one of the reasons why he's my best player for Chelsea. But apart from that, he brought consistency to the squad. Mm-hmm. Defensive was a defensive rock throughout. And remember, he wasn't really playing for Lampard. Yeah, Lampard iced him out. Was like, oh, this guy's done. It was almost like, oh, Cesar is done out here. He's probably going to go and Spain and play for go to Spain and play for Athletic Bilbao or something, something like that. Yeah, it was written off, and then Tuku just comes in, brings him back, and it was seamless how he adapted and went back to his very best, very yeah. solid at the back. Even going forward, he would have had a few assists thinking back, if not for none other than Timo Werner destroying <laughs> and ruining things in front. And 10 clean sheets, not bad at all, 100 and over 100 and something recoveries, just shows his importance to the squad. and the, the the you know the 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 whole renaissance yeah remontada <laughs> yeah exactly the that whole thing would have not happened without their captain yeah driving true. them from the back and leading from the back and cementing all the loose ends not taking oh. anything away from missing mounts but yeah, yeah. Quicker, my best 
for me, yeah, and I agree. I think as we got on Rudiger, like being after being iced out from the team for Lampard and coming back seamlessly, as Rudiger was like the first guy in that center of their midfield, and as we got on the right, they were like both they're both contenders for me thinking, but I was just thinking about what they can actually have going forward. But in hindsight, maybe I should have gone with them because Chelsea didn't really score many goals on that trickle, and those guys were clean sheets, and the defensive part was what. Well, what drove the Tuchel's uh, team forward? So, um, yeah, I, I definitely agree. And yeah, but for me, I went to uh, Mason Mount. So, I think Chelsea's best player was Mason Mount, without a doubt. Okay. Uh, thank you, contributor, for agreeing with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's two points uh-huh. for me. Thank you. Uh, so, from, I'm going to third place, <laughs> Liverpool. Yes, they, they are the end yeah. of the season. I think they won eight of their last ten games, drew two. And those two draws were like last minute uh goals they considered. That was against Newcastle and against Leeds. But you know, enough about them. I think Siki with their worst yeah. player is still the same theme with Chelsea. Someone that had high expectation that people talked about that hyped a lot but didn't do enough. And that's Thiago Alcantara for me was Liverpool's oh, wow. worst, <laughs> worst player this season. It was supposedly the best signing of the season. All the pundits never let us rest. He was the one that was supposed to come and keep, make Liverpool defend their title. All that rubbish. Uh, someone hasn't kicked the ball. I think his first game was against Chelsea and I think he came in halftime and the noise that was made. And I, d- and I was like, okay, maybe I don't have those football eyes. I'm not an analyst and stuff like that. But I didn't see what the hype was about. They were like, oh, his touch is this, is that. But I mean... Mm. Uh, after that, I just feel uh, like not cut you off, but I just feel like he was playing in the. They didn't. I don't know. He didn't was adapt. Playing the I think that's one of my points. Yeah. Yes, he didn't adapt. He never yes, settled. He didn't yeah. adapt to the system. Exactly. Yeah. He was not he playing said... in his the system he was used to playing, which is for the Bayern squad. Yeah. In, I, and... in the in the Liverpool. Yeah. Go ahead. Continue. Okay, I'll say this. Like, the people I'm, who are picking, um, or I'm picking, I'm not saying they're bad players. I'm saying they were bad for their mm. team. Uh, and Thiago yes, was definitely. not good. For, because he was player for Liverpool, in my opinion. And he wasn't yeah. good. Uh, he never said, like we were just saying, he never said to in that midfield. That's not the system. Uh, you see, Liverpool's midfield, there's the likes of Fabinho, Henderson, Wijnaldum. They're guys that do not offer so much going forward. They're more of, like, engine rooms. They run hard-working 24-7, give the likes of Mane and Salah all the freedom to do whatever yeah. he wants. Yeah, but he was not that type of player. He's more of a fancy pick, the perfect pass uh, type of player. He never settled for them. 24 appearances, only one goal, and I think that was like on the 36th week. No, no, <clears throat> no single assist for someone that was hyped up for me. I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel like, yeah, for people like Werner and Thiago, I'm not saying they're bad players. I'm just saying for the team this season, did were not good enough, and Thiago for no, me I, was. I, I agree, and I agree. Yeah, was the worst player for he's Liverpool. He's my, he's my <laughs> slash. Yeah. yeah. My slash okay, so worst who is player. who is the who is the back of the slash, or who is the front of the slash? So he, as he saved himself, I know everybody's gonna talk about it. I know who you're going with. He's himself. my slash. For, if I had Alison one, Alison Becker. Alison Becker, <laughs> worst, worst Liverpool player. Is worst. I know about yeah. the goal. I yeah, about the goal, but yeah, he's not the first goalkeeper to score a goal. Please, let's let's. Well, he's first to score with his head. Eh, but he's not still the first to score a goal. A goal is a goal is a what? Goal. A goal. All right. Yeah, yeah. So he's my okay. My worst for obvious reasons. Too many errors leading to goals. And that's not his mistakes. type. Yeah. Yes. That's not his too style. Many, 
too, he was there were some times where he looked overconfident and very casual. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, get it right. If you're that guy, then prove prove yourself as that guy. Be extra cash, play like Cantona and go do whatever you want. But you're making mistakes. And because he was making those mistakes, it led to goals, led to led to them losing a few games at Anfield and away as well. He was terrible. He scored that goal that I don't know saved him, but not in my eyes. He, <laughs> he still my worst player, worst player, worst Liverpool yeah. player this season. You you mentioned him, man. I think nothing because my mind just goes straight to that game against Man City where Foden and Gundogan mm. and everyone were just. Doing that's whatever they please. Extra yeah, he was looking. Yeah, and that's when you said that. That's why came to my mind. He looked like, okay, I can do this. Before they was like, no, you can't. And they just mm-hmm. kept raining the goals on him. And I think he had like two errors. And the passes were just uh very very casual. And yeah, so for I mean, I I, I agree, but I think for goalkeepers, I think you have to give them some leeway for errors and stuff. But I think Alibek, Alibek, mm. for Alisson, I think the is the is the ceiling that he has set for himself. Yeah. Uh, that put him there. I mean, I I, I see your points, but apart I think... from the ceiling, apart from the ceiling, you have to agree that no other player, no other goalkeeper would escape that yeah. much. <laughs> yes, no, no. In the Premier League, if you think about it, think back to the season or through the season, you would you understand that okay, wait, has any other goalkeeper made as much errors leading to goals as Allison? I don't think so. I think so, but I mean, I don't direct, want to start direct them. errors. <laughs> okay, like, yeah. Who, I mean, who, I, who I, comes I, to mind? Uh, Ramsdale for Sheffield. Uh, directly yeah. into goals. I mm, okay, yeah, not di- direct. Okay, but yeah, that's in the okay. The movie there were shots that you just expected him to save, but he just led through his body and exactly. stuff like that. I mean, yeah. So I mean, I I understand where I'm coming from. I think. Uh, maybe the redemption factor, maybe it just was playing in my head, and I just can't see why Allison is. But I mean, it's your worst player, and we're going to your team now. Second, second best for my you have say, uh, this is the second time you're coming second and not challenging for the title. No, we haven't Arsene. done best player yet. Have we done best? Oh, we haven't. Oh, wow, I'm, I'm rushing things. Oh, I think it, for me, it's easy. That's why I didn't really talk about him. It's Mohamed Salah, Mr. Reliable, Mr. Mo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Goals, Mr. Always the in the box. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Mr. Always in the box. I mean, he played 36 games this season, 25 plus goal involvement. It's a constant threat. Most touches in opposition's box, more than 300. It's just crazy. One goal shy of the golden boot again. Uh, Salah's like Russell Westbrook. Yeah, stars. As in, you you love to hate him, but you know the team cannot do without him. Um, yeah, exactly. But for me, yes. Yeah, I think he was their best player. I think without him, they would have had an even worse season. Because even when they were going through like the driest of spells, he was still eking out one or two things. And where while people like Manny and Firmino were nowhere to be found, Salah. The thing with Salah, he when he has a good performance, when he has his good performances, you see him. And when he has his bad performances, he's there. He does not hide. He's there. He's there's some people that are non-existent. You see them having a bad mm-hmm. game, and you kind of. But Salah will take his shots. He will shoot off target. He will come back and shoot again, and he will continue. And that's just like I think Kane had the most shots this season after Salah, and you know showing the goals that they scored because they try and try and try again, and that just shows the caliber players they have. For me, Mohamed Salah was Liverpool's best player. Okay then. I disagree with Allison being Liverpool's worst player oh, this oh, wow. season. See, quite frankly, because. <laughs> if you take away Allison from this Liverpool team, mm-hmm. 
they will finish far worse than they did in the league. If you take away Thiago from this Liverpool team, you would not notice his absence. And that to me is the defining fact in you know deciding who was worse than the other. Because you look at Alisson's poor performances, you referenced in their six-game losing streak at Anfield. And Thiago was equally as absent or poor in those games. The masses agree with me, man. I just have to I have to say that. But yeah. Thank you again. So what were we talking about? I was about to say my best Liverpool player. Yeah. I think so, yeah. And it's between for me, between Fabinho and yeah, and I'm going to address Leonard's issues <laughs> with Alison. Didn't he forget they, that. He, he, he said they were hard hitting truths. But yeah. I mean you have to address that before you go into their best. Yeah, he's saying okay, he's saying any put any other keeper or he's saying without Allison in goal and then Liverpool is I don't believe that any other decent keeper would have done the same job Allison did last season. Go back and check. There's nothing fantastic about what he did. I cannot remember if you can remember, remind me, but I feel like um put a I mean I not I think I just Henderson. you know Okay, Henderson, Henderson is the Yes, Henderson in goal. But he's not on the same... You can't say he's on the same level as Alisson, can you? No. Yeah. But put him in goal for Liverpool and they breeze today. He does better than Alisson. This season or last and season? This season that just ended. Okay, okay. All right. But uh, the yeah. thing is, last season, about... obviously, we're talking, about, uh, we're talking about this season. But last season, obviously, Alisson felt like someone that you couldn't beat. Even one-on-one, you just... No one could beat him. So, uh, but yeah, I, I I went to Thiago. So for me, I just felt like the goalkeeper position was not really. But you know, if we stick with what we're talking about, yeah, yeah, is we're still talking about last season, just last mm, season. Last season, right? Okay, yeah. So basically, exactly. uh, my argument, my thing is, for me, the goalkeeper position was not really an issue for Liverpool's uh, the Liverpool's demise. So that's why I didn't focus on Alice. I'm not saying Alice had a good season or anything. That's why I didn't pick him as the worst. But he was equally... Well, not equally. He was, he was bad. This up there. Yeah. yeah, up there being bad. So, who's your best mm-hmm. Liverpool? Oh, between Fabinho and Mo Salah for me. Fabinho is the only person that I can look at. Because I don't want to be the generic <laughs> team. But sometimes... We already... The obvious is obvious because of the... Because of, because of how obvious <laughs> it is. Obvious <laughs> Yeah, it's obvious that he's the best. And I get why you don't. I thought about yeah. it. I, I, I said to Liverpool teams, I look at their performances, but I just went with Mo Salah because it's obvious and he's the one. But Fabinho, yeah, I, I think he's also a, a good shout. Yeah, a good shout because he was, he was there when they needed him. They had a terrible season, but without him in the squad, trust me, they're not making the Champions League. He played in defence when he had to. Played in the midfield when he, he even went forward when he had to. Trust me, <laughs> if they wanted the keeper, he would have been there. So, with all, all that being said, and the fact that I know deep down was the best player, but to just yeah. avoid... Yeah, I get, I, get, just, I get this. I don't know. Group, group thinking, Fabinho yeah. for me, is my guy. Best player. Big shout. Big man. Uh... Right now, I think he's up there 
apart from Fernandinho, like the best Brazilian player in the, in the Premier League. Premier League, yeah, definitely. We don't want to, we're not, yeah, we're not going to talk. We're not going to talk about Firmino or Gabriel <laughs> Jesus. No, we're doing just worst players in the league. Yeah, they are top two. Yeah. Uh okay. So, uh, definitely, yeah, Fabinho. He did. Yeah. He was all around. He did what he had to do for Liverpool. Very important player. Manu, second place. Another season of taking second without challenging for the title. Uh, worst player. He thinks he he thinks they are forgotten <laughs> yeah. about him because he, he got in. I don't know about the season where you can take second and win a title. But for not it. challenge for it. That's what I'm saying. There was no, yeah, there was no challenge. There was no points where you said, okay, Manu and Massey were going for it or anything. Uh, just where, but that's not what we're talking about here. Those are the worst player for Manu, Anthony Marshall. You think I think I've forgotten about him? Oh my god, you are my boy <laughs> thing. I don't want this. I don't want this. You're still my worst player. <laughs> so let's just let me just say what you want, and uh, you can add, add press on to that. Four goals and three assists yeah. in 22 appearances is not good enough. Uh, no goal involvement in his last eight games before he got injured, so he was not even doing anything. I think his injury was better for Manu than when he was playing. He's not in number nine. Yeah. I don't think why I don't know why they keep playing him there. He's since he got injured, I think I think after, yeah, once he got injured and Greenwood and Cavani became the options and stuff, Manu just has started playing better. They looked better and everything. And for me, Marshall was the worst player for Manu. I think you just want to add on to that since we both picked the same player. Yeah. Okay. Let me just be the fire that's <laughs> yeah. along with you. Worst player for me looks a shadow of the person that we know. And I think he's done. To be honest, let's not for do this. Hundred percent, yeah, he's done. There's no space. There's no time. There's no money for him. There's no budget. There's no budget. So, I'm thinking, get rid of this guy quickly. Let him go and play for uh, Lille or Leon, or if PSG will have him, let them take him. But Marcel nah. for me, was was <laughs> I don't think Lille will have Lille are champions of France, but yeah, <laughs> PSG well, have Chipo Martin, so I don't know. Good shot. They had it. Oh wow! I mean, is he not in Bayern now or something? I don't know how that guy does. Yeah, it. yeah, they had him. Sorry, they, I meant they had him. They had I don't know how he him. does it, but uh, I need, yeah. I need, I need some of his this thing sauce. Uh, obviously, the best player I think we're going to pick the same player again is Bruno Fernandez. Uh, easy for me. I don't yeah. know if thirty plus goal involvement all competitions easy. without 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 him. I don't know where Manu yeah. will be. Ever present, played every single game that he could. Before the last game, I think he's the best general signing yeah. in forever. Uh, yeah, Bruno yeah. Fernandes, the people, the heart of the Manchester United team, the reason they came second. Uh, you want to press on, add anything to that? Uh, assist, goals, uh, <laughs> you name leader, it, chances created, yeah. defender, coach, um, <laughs> motivational speaker, and, motivational speaker, social, and Internet influencer, um, what you calling YouTuber, uh, <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a mad Instagram with him and his daughter just having fun. Yeah, and another thing, uh, with Bruno, obviously, I think it's rival fans, obviously, that talk about the amount of penalties, but there's no, there's no, there's no high scoring player that has not had a lot of penalties to their name, but converting them is where the issue, the thing is, and he does, but no, there was. Okay, so, no, sorry, sorry, is in the class of his own. 
Yeah, I think there's no. Yes. You, I don't think he has ever played in any. I think the only time. I just wanted to. Yeah. His name. Yeah, but I mean, speaking of Suarez, just a little segue. The only time I remember Suarez scoring, remember those times we used to watch uh Eredivisie highlights, and when Ajax highlights come, we just know Suarez is coming somewhere. He's going to score a goal, <laughs> and that's the only time yep, I remember Suarez yep. scoring penalties. But like every time, Dutch league, it will be literally if I see Ajax, they don't write the names of the players, but you know, I'm just waiting. I'm like, because that time Suarez was not a world class name before he came to Liverpool. No, no but I was no, like, this guy no, Suarez no. is going to score, and every week we saw the highlights. I'll just see Suarez scoring. And I think that's the last time he had, like, penalties. But, yeah, that to the side. Bruno Fernandes scores fantastic goals yeah. without those penalties, is what I'm saying. I think there was a volley he scored against West Brom. There was the shot he scored against uh, Ever- Everton. The one that no called. Yeah, no, exactly. He scored some fantastic goals. He, cre- he, had, he had another thing. He created the most chances this season. And I think if... People like Marshall and Rashford, we know in mind you, you have been the highest assist uh, in the Premier League. He, he just kept sending in those crosses, creating providing those chances, and creating. providing and creating and converting his own, the ones that came to him. So, yeah, for me, Bruno Fernandes, best player in Man U, possibly the best player in the Premier League. Uh, I think we unanimously agree with Man U's best and worst. Yeah. Sticking with the champions. It's hard to it's hard mm-hmm. to pick uh the, the the worst from the best, so this one I don't know in my rough with some feathers, some feathers, but uh, for me man it's Raheem Sterling man, uh, yeah no way <laughs> continue Raheem Sterling Raheem Sterling. oh this is another this? thing yeah this is another uh not a bad player but bad for the team. And not bad for the team in terms of... I don't know how to put it, yeah? But looking at his last season, 17, 20, 18 goals. This season, he only scored 10. He's finishing. There's one point where I thought, oh, I was like, oh, Graham Sterling has finished. He has actually gotten better as finish, and he has actually started finishing well. But this season, he just looked like a version of his old self, the Liverpool first Man City, that just didn't seem how to put the ball in the back of the net. He's, all, he's a good mm-hmm. player. He torments defenders and he just when he gets in those positions he just doesn't put it I think uh, it just didn't seem like he was like if, I think he felt overconfident at some point that it was him and I think Pep put him in place replacing him with Foden Foden took his chance and just dropped him for the rest of the season uh, 10 goals 6 assists in Premier League those are good stats for a midfielder but for Ryan Sterling no um, and another thing to justify Pep dropping him. Even those second feeder teams that uh, Pep was putting out when he was focusing on the champions that Ryan Sterling featured in, he was yeah. not providing anything. Like, okay, he was like, okay, this is your chance to take your claim and say, okay, I'm coming back for my position. But the Champions League run, Sterling was not part of it. It was folding, driving them, folding Mares, Gundogan, and De Bruyne. Uh, he wasn't, like, I think Man City will have, and there's nothing that will happen this season without Sterling. And for me, he was just non-existent. It's just it's Man City, so it's definitely hard to pick their worst player. For me, Ryan Sterling, personally, because of what okay. he, he can do and what he could have done, is their worst player for me. Mm-hmm. You said you said his whole his whole thing and your reasons was bad for the squad or bad for the team, right? Yeah. This guy, is <laughs> bad for the squad. He is bad for the team. He's bad for he's bad for football. He's the only person that is enjoying him is his barber. 
because he's dying his hair constantly. Benjamin <laughs> Mendy, get him out of that team. Now, I'm tired of him carrying trophies, but not do anything. It's too much. Did it, did it with the France national team. Did it with um, Man City already. He wants to do... He, he just did Premier League and he's trying to do Champions League. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not happy. Yeah. He played yeah. three games. Worst player. Worst, for, worst player, bad for the brand. Bad for Abdul's bad. Yeah, <laughs> Mendy is... I, I think I wrote Mendy down the first time. There was just not enough. Because I've never seen him. He has just been in the shadows. And now he's going to come and pick up the Premier League medal, Carling Cup medal, possibly a Champions League medal. He's mm-hmm. not good enough. I mean, to be fair, he had like he came into Man City with the injuries, and that was not system. But yeah, I definitely agree with you. I just feel like I had more points over Mendy any day. Any day, and Zinchenko is the central midfielder for that. Uh, he's just feeling yeah. it left back. Uh, for me, any exactly. I just I just have more more points on Sterling. I just Mendy is just like you say, he's a bad player, and yeah, for, I mm-hmm. I I agree with you. Uh, for, uh, just I think Sterling has disappointed me on FPL and Premier League level. That's why I, I'm picking on him. Maybe yeah. Mandy. After yeah. like his first two seasons at Man City, I just didn't expect much from him. So or yeah, for, anything yeah, at all from him. Yeah, net, nothing for. Yeah, rest minimum. He still yeah. manages to. <laughs> yeah. So for our best Man City player, I feel like if I don't pick this guy, if I know if we don't, if I don't pick this guy, there will be more after the last. No, no, but you, 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 there's is there anybody else? There's no, there's nobody else. There's actually of... nobody else. Right. There's no, there's okay. no one, there's no one else. Is a probably okay. football writers player of the season. Um, yes. Portugal's someone I want to see in Portugal's team for these Euros. Uh, there's no way this this guy is 23 years old. He needs. I need to call him and just tell me how old he is. Really, Ruben Diaz. He's Ruben a soldier. Diaz. He's a captain. Mm. He's a leader. He's a defender. He's he's Rose everything. Rice. He's a Rolls Royce. He's a machine. Like I cannot. I cannot continue. I can't sing his praises enough. Like he so he turned this man's yeah. side to another thing. He turned John Stone's career to another. He just made. He made defending wow. look. He made nobody defending. owes him as much as John, John Stones. Stone, no, yeah, he made defending look good. Like you would see, like the high fives, the chop knuckles, the after he kicks, he clears the ball. Like him, he's hugs. like the hugs. Big um, hugs. You I think he lost hugs. four games in which he started uh, for Man City. He played here. He faced strikers like Kane Mbappe and limited them to no shots. Uh he, has, he made the most passes. I think most passes. Fun really, fact. Fun fact yeah. about Ruben Diaz. <laughs> yeah. He replaced Victor Lindelof at Benfica. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Very, very different. That's a very idea. Yeah. This, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I, said, I don't know. For me, I just don't see Ruben Diaz being 23 years old. He looks like somebody that has played alongside Maldini and Nesta for like years and years. I and... don't see that just see, yeah, he, he looks like he's 28 year old, year old like an experienced yeah. veteran, yeah. And exactly. I mean, that's how he plays, that's the kind of player you want to see in your team. It's just that that is the man city, but for me, yeah, there's no arguing it. I think for player of the season, it's between him and Harry Kane, but they won the Premier League, so that's uh, just edge. They won the Premier League, so yeah, Ed, yeah, he has to because he's and... the reason, uh, and exactly. that just yeah. show Harry Kane where that he needs to do one. Take his system, but yeah, Ruben Diaz. I don't know if you have anything more to add to him. My thing is, he can't be shout out. That's just I don't have anything else to add to Ruben Diaz's yeah. praise. 
But honorable shout out to Phil Foden. Phil definitely, Foden. definitely. Yeah. <clears throat> quality, quality, quality player. Yeah. He's going to be around for a very long, very long time. time. Playing yep. at the top of his game. World yeah. class already. Clear to see. And I feel like this was his breakthrough season. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and think, now yeah. you can't doubt him anymore. At just, all. He just, you know, he's a natural as well. After that, on the, I think on the 20 World Cup that he won, uh, and everyone talked about him. Every English, the English media, I think a, a lot of this needs to go to Pep. A lot, a lot of praise. English media wanted to just. Oh yes, they, I remember. Yeah, they wanted to push him to the front, but Pep was not having it. Pep guided him. He kept him low key. Kept him, him on the bench. Kept him yes. on the bench. Played the cops. Continued training and focusing on his craft, his skill. And I feel like this season was the season he came out and showed us what he's all about. Like we've known that he's a great, he's a very good player, but. English media wanted him to go on loan to Aston Villa or one of those teams and just be the main man. But just staying with the likes of Kevin De Bruyne in that team, learning from them, has just shown. And I think next season could be very, very big for Phil Foden. So, yeah, obviously, the very honourable shout-out. I think just a bonus, because we could just real quick off the head, was not part of the whole listing, but best and worst manager of the season. I think I just need to... Oh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, you, can't, you can't do that without... You can't do this without... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I just, need, I just wanted to mention me, Mikel Ateta's worst manager yeah. in the Premier League. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just needed to say that. You can you can yeah. say worst or whatever. I just I think I just needed to say that to just get off my chest with Mikel Ateta. Oh, I think, yeah, he froze... Your best. He froze the likes of David Moyes. Pep, I can't say Pep because Pep, okay. we you know, expect him. Just go on about Mikel Ateta for now. Uh, Ateta, uh, he froze all, he froze the yeah. likes of uh, Pepe. Pepe that, I mean, Pepe is not the best player in the world, but he was playing William just to prove a point that he was right. And William, everyone could see that, was not doing it. And then when he got to the point that, okay, things were not working out for him, he was relying on people of Pepe, Saka, the young guys to carry him. And he was not playing William. William was rightfully on the bench. And then when the season was teetering to the end, when everything was, he brought back William again. And I'm like, what's wrong with this guy? These guys have kind of saved your season, but you ruined your season. These guys have brought you, they have tried to balance it. You stop fighting relegation, then you went back to your list. I think he's just a stubborn manager. He thinks he's a stubborn person that believes in himself too much and just feels like anything anyone says is not this thing. And for me, that's just not a good attribute for a manager. And I think Mikel Teta. As just, it's. I think it's criminal that Mikel Arteta is going to be managing Arsenal next season. But yeah, he's a fraud wow. and he's the worst player. Oh. He was the worst manager in the Premier League. Best manager, David oh, Moyes. Right. David Moyes. Okay. He came to West Ham, had a very a decent season, steady the ship, but they sacked him because they wanted to go for a named manager like uh, Pellegrini. Mm. And Pellegrini didn't work out, so he came back to Moyes. And in Moyes' first. <laughs> interview i was laughing because he said that yeah, they should look at his stats and the fact that he won he wins i think he said i win and i was like oh david moyes win i don't know i've never really i've known about draws but not really but david moyes yeah exactly but for, i think for i think he meant meant it in the context of west ham for a team like west ham he does win and he, yes. we have seen it this season Definitely. 19 wins this season that's half of the matches he played and taking them to Europa is not an achievement that we, I think everyone's looking at oh they were in Champions League positions but taking them to Europa is not an, an easy feat and I think at all but just before just obviously Pep it's Pep's a great manager we know what he can do we know the the thing uh, the 
Yeah, nobody's Ars- going to, I'm not going to yeah. call Pep the best manager. Yeah, the Arsenal he has at his disposal in the Man City box for me, after Pep, David Moyes was, to me, manager of the season. I'm and, not yeah. even, Pep is not even in my corner. Yeah. Shout. I don't even <laughs> yeah. call his name. Don't mention his name. Yeah, don't mention it. Don't mention it. Yeah, but okay, for me, worst, I'm going to have to agree with you quickly. <laughs> worst. I don't have, I, I don't have much to say. It's yeah. Everything. It's plain to see, to be honest. Worst manager, best manager, Marcelo. I love how they play and how they are free and what they stand for as far as working. You get me? Yeah. <laughs> as far as you, you keep working and you're still winning and you're still getting in those results, it's wonderful yeah. to watch. But finished finish ahead bravery, of uh, Everton and Aston Villa that started their season so well above Ancelotti. And ninth yeah. from the distance, and they always does always talk about burnout that he asks too much from the players and all that stuff. Yeah. And when they were shipping in six from Man City, six from all those teams, even myself, I was like, "What's the high?" I mean, always I knew what they were about, but I think he believes in his process, and and it proved to be right. And Masubias are definitely honorable shout out. And yeah. someone that best has, case scenario yeah. for Leeds is what happened this season. Let's not take it like yeah. There's that's nothing. Yeah, there's not. There's not. They could have been better. better than, exactly. That's what deserves to be ninth, and they played well enough to be ninth in the league. And it's not something to just overlook. Marcelo Bielsa for me, best manager. Okay. Yeah, I think that completes our top five best and worst. Yeah. yeah. Rule us out. Uh, well, it's been a a quick season. A, I mean, I'm glad to see the fans back. I mean, I, I sound like all this uh, punk this but my worst manager of the season <laughs> is Chris Wilder. Um, simply because the drop down <laughs> from their previous performance the season before and the horrible buys he made over summer, you know, Ryan plus he quit after he relegated Sheffield. That just proves that he's the worst manager in the Premier League to me. Obviously, you know, if I had to exit someone at, you know, for personal reasons, I'd go with Arteta. But I just think that the fact that he made two horrendous he spent close to forty five million on two horrendous players in Brewster and Ramsdale over summer and he couldn't even maintain the energy or, you know, acclimatize to a second season in the Premier League. That's why I would personally say Chris Wilder is my worst manager of this season. All okay, right. that was honorable mention, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, as I was saying, fans back and uh, everything. So next is I I think Bones the, out, bones out. Yeah, the the fact that games were spread, I'm fa- I'm just happy that that's done. And next is we can have a goal rush for three o'clock fixtures, and that's just more entertaining, more exciting. So uh. We'll be back. I think uh, I'm trying to see if I could do something on Saturday for like the wrap up for the FPL season. I'm trying to get someone, some people on, and we'll be back for content okay. on Saturday. Uh, but that's it for now. Our top five best and worst, our best and worst players from the top five teams in the season. Um, thank you for listening and goodbye. Adios. Thank you.